My name is M.L. Elric. And today's the day that I podcast. But I'm getting a little ahead of myself. I've been poisoned with some kind of Chinese synthetic. You've got to do something for me, Doc. They gave you the coronavirus. It's cutting off your adrenaline. If you stop, you die. Now, I've got one hour to settle the score. Say goodbye to Mark and Sean. You're supposed to be dead! Your whole crew is history. You ass in a rag and the truck is out of my face. Gone. What are, you doing? what are you doing? What are you doing? That is not paid for by them. That is paid for by the people of Detroit. You might be qualified, ML. I'm not qualified for this job. Let me tell you something. You want to go right now? Okay? You want to go right now, Albert? Well, these are troubling times, different times, challenging times, which is why you're seeing all of us remotely, except for maybe Mark Fellhauer, who I think is represented by the Drew and Mike logo. Because we come to you this week from our hermetically sealed bunkers spread throughout the country, like the Supreme Court and the leaders of our federal government, we do have a safe location where we've been dispatched so that while the rest of the country crumbles, we're able to lead it in a better direction. And I don't want to say this is by design, but perhaps we've been selected because of our genetic superiority, with, of course, the exception of Sean Windsor, who uh, is with us regardless. I got a letter from the government the other day. I opened and read it and said they were suckers. The letter we got from the government that said uh, not that we were suckers, but that we have to stay in our homes. Mark Fellhauer joins us from uh, from the Drew and Mike bunker. Sean Windsor joins us from... Um, say the, something about granola. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I was going to say granola. I was, was going to say this, the sandalwood Patchouli. capital of the world. Yeah, use it. Go ahead. I mean, you know, be original like you usually are. That'd be nice. <laughs> but uh, we're, we're happy to be with you, and we're happy to be with you on Facebook Live. Thanks to our friends at Altus Beer. Some people say Altus. I don't debate it. I just order it. I call it delicious. So let me tell you about Altus because it's one of the original Detroit beers that went away for a little while, but now it's making a comeback in the greatest city in the world. It's the do anything, anytime with anyone beer. We're not here to judge. We're just here to tell you to make the right call. Bars may be closed, but Altus is available at stores throughout Michigan. If you want to find out where to find it, you go to altus.beer. And I'll tell you what, while we're locked in our houses, we could use a little beer to get through this. Not so much that you start getting scrappy with people because we don't want to, we don't want things to get uncomfortable. It's the beer but, of uh, social distancing. Why don't they just yes. ad- adopt that phrase? The social, the official beer of social distancing? Yeah, why not? Okay. Now, if you have too many, you may start wanting to close that distance, but I, I need to encourage you not to. Although I did recently read something in The Guardian that said it's perfectly uh, uh, safe to have sex with a partner who you know, who, uh, but they say kissing is a bad idea. Yeah. And uh, analingus is a big no no. <laughs> Just now or always? Well, that sounds like an editorial. Anyways, you've got to buy somebody an Altus if you're trying Please. to get that kind yeah. of action. But I always try and make sure that I've got lots of Altus in the, uh, in the garage where it's nice and cold or in the fridge. You know, a lot of things started in Detroit here that, that went away, but we're really glad Altus Lager is back. It packs a punch and is seriously smooth. So go pick up some cans a day at the store, have them shipped to your house, have somebody deliver them if you can't go get them yourself. But now more than ever, we could use a little good news. Altus Beer is back. That's the good news. You can find out more at altus.beer. And they also have some really cool swag, like Ooh, this pretty sweet cell phone case cover that I'll be installing any minute now. So Altus, thanks for bringing us to you by Facebook Live. And thanks to you for staying with us because things are crazy. We're losing a lot of sponsors because a lot of businesses are shutting down, but we're committed to coming to coming to you each week, despite the many challenges, um, because we think it's important to provide this bit of normalcy. And because we appreciate you and we want to connect with you and, and give you something to do while you're working at home, which to me has always been the biggest hustle. There are some businesses that don't like you working remotely. My experience has always been that the eight hours you put in way more than that because you just can't stop looking at your damn computer. Yeah. So to those of you 
watching us from your home office and listening to us. Thank you very much. And if you are watching us, please remember you're only getting a portion of the show. You can get the whole show by downloading us from our website, mlsoulofdetroit.com. And for those people that are listening and not watching right now, can I just set the scene? You're in a... Yes. In fact, while you set the scene, let me run up and get my power cord because I see my laptop is about to crap out on me. So Mark... Take it from here. Well, I'll be right back. Sean, now we can talk about him now that he's, he's out of the room. Uh, well, what do you mean now we can talk about him? Now we can talk. <laughs> well, exactly, period. We now, we now have free reign. And by the way, that whole thing about you know normalcy and this is why we're doing the podcast, that sounds great, but can we be real? Sure. Mike wants to hear himself talk for an hour and 10 minutes. I mean, that's really what this is all about. <laughs> he he was not going to miss that chance. <laughs> Absolutely. But are you surprised that he is lacking in some technological areas i that kind of surprised me today his lack of knowledge about his router and wi-fi and how all that works and an ethernet well, i mean i i'm not that great with all of that stuff either so well, I you, guess know it it. you know we're journalists right and uh journalists i mean we're older journalists and so we we're stubborn that way we don't keep up with the times in uh, terms of technology so I'm kind of with him. You are much further ahead of us in terms of that. Well, I, I know that's my job, but you knew the answers to certain things that he didn't. And that's why he, he sounds a little more hollow now because he's in his living room or dining room, right? He moved to his dining room. Uh, he's got a lovely picture behind him. Uh, I, I yeah. That he likes so much. He just, you know, he's got a little light sconce on the top of it, exactly right? That's what I was going to say. So, and I'm curious, and we can ask him when he sits back here, Mark. I want to know what he really uses that light for. <laughs> I mean, that, what, that looks like the up the you know the coast of Ireland or maybe the Cliffs northern Dover, yeah. northern England or something. But uh, is it really about that? So let's 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 ask him when he gets back. It's it's kind of fun because so many people in the media are working remotely just to see what's in the background of their house and their room. I mean, you you're in an office. It looks like so you have shelves up on. No, the no, wall. I'm not in an office. I'm yeah. actually in a garage. My what? My house, it's a little house here, is made Jesus, mostly of block. Can you make more noise cement. when you come back? And the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi is terrible. So okay. I'm actually in a garage where there's a, a booster out here, you know, to help with the router. So the signal's a lot better. So what you see are just bookshelves. I'm sitting on a couch and uh, <laughs> trying that? to balance the laptop so it doesn't shake too much with the camera. You're doing a fine job. I like that you actually have a microphone of some sort, unlike some people. Uh, who just made a ton of noise when they came back to plug in. Shit, I just got a power cord. You want a microphone now? Yeah. Well, no, it looks like you do have one on there, but I'm not even going to go through how to how to use that. It'll take well, forever. Oh, well, Yeah, we have a couple of questions for you now that you're this back. Microphone. Can you hear? Jesus, will you stop? Sorry. That's all right. Don't touch it because it makes noise. Come on. Well, you know he can hear that too. Are you finished? Come on, man. All right. So where were you? Uh, what'd you do with the booster seat that would normally be in the chair you're sitting in? I don't boost nothing, man. Everything I got's earned. By the way, would you just tell the people, uh, yes, we want to help with normalcy, all that, but you really just are doing this because you want to hear yourself speak for an hour, an hour and 10 minutes. I mean, that's what we were talking about when you were gone. We were hoping you'd come clean to that. Uh, that's not true, but I'm about to provide some evidence to the contrary because last week when we had our our, our first ever St. Patrick's Day in exile show, which is perfect for the Irish because the Irish have been exiled now for 200 years because of some other pain in the balls named Windsor, or I guess... You're so oppressed. Maybe, may have been before the Windsors. But uh, but I had some limericks that we didn't get to because we had so much going on that that I, I feel I should share because I would hate to waste... Yeah, of course you do. This wisdom. <laughs> so um, let's start with Sean. Sean Windsor's an amateur lover who struggles mightily under the covers, but he got something right because his boys are both bright and sweet Anne has forsaken all others. Wow. Wow. Listen to that. How kind. Not bad. I have a friend known as Mr. Fellhauer who podcasts dry or under a shower, but this talented producer is a gifted reducer, which is why Soul of Detroit's just an hour. Okay. I'll take oh, not bad, not bad. Not bad. Never heard anybody let me, let me tell you about name. my man Joe. His brain works fast, but his lips move rather slow. It's a credit to him he's not subject to whim, and the ladies line up row by row. <laughs> and, of course, that's for Mr. Joey Zooves, who is, is somehow pulled us all together, uh, which is, is pretty good. Um, 
You may think that you know Stout ML, and it's said that he's harder than hell. His intentions are good, though they're misunderstood, so his therapist assures him he's quite swell. Beautiful. That's lovely. That's, uh, yeah, you opening yourself up a little bit. By the way, can you explain to us what the light is really for that's <laughs> behind you, the sconce light over the... Uh, yeah, Irish is that a Northern Ireland or is it Northern England? Maybe it's the Republic, my friend. That's the Cliffs of Moher. Oh, okay. Oh, who doesn't know that? That's right. Yeah. You yeah. Are you guys Everyone getting a little stir crazy being stuck in home? Have you have no, you ventured I've, out? I've been lucky that I've been able to get out to uh, almost daily briefings at City Hall and uh, and to police headquarters. Last week, we were out there to find out about some of the. Um, how coronavirus has depleted some of the police force. And if I were not broadcasting today, I would have been at a press conference at city hall because DPT has announced the loss of one of their own due to coronavirus. There was a 30 year old employee, 38 year old employee at the DPD call center who had some preexisting conditions and succumbed to uh, COVID-19. So obviously our thoughts are with everybody who's lost someone and to, uh, and to this, uh, this loss with the Detroit police. If you want to read more about that, you can go to freep.com where a lot of people are going to keep up with this. I hope some of those people are subscribing because those of us who are relatively new there, who are churning out a lot of information are worried that we might not be there very long because people think news is free. It may be free to you, but it's very expensive to gather. And there's a lot of people working really, really hard to keep us informed and, and hopefully keep us safe. So there's a free plug for the boss. Well, it's amazing too. Um, they're on the front line. Reporters are on the front lines. You know, not as much as healthcare workers or hospitals, but still, to, to be out right now, I think it's kind of crazy. And some people have to go out. I would consider grocery store, yeah, folks, uh, kind of front line workers at this point, right? Have you guys been to a grocery store recently? Yes. I was at CVS yesterday and I was at a grocery store on Friday and I'm, I'm amazed at how genial everybody is. In fact, I was at the Aldi and I was in a really tight parking spot and I was backing up a little bit to give the car next to me more room on the driver's side. As I'm backing up, the woman who's the driver walks up to her car my, and she didn't wait for me to give her more space. So my rear view mirror kind of brushed her. Now, that's normally the thing on the east side that gets people out of their car and screaming mm-hmm. in each other's face. And everybody was just waving and very kind and very gracious and very polite. And I thought, well, I don't know if I just ran into the nicest woman at the uh, strip mall or whether people are taking a breath and saying, maybe we need to be a little more human. I, I would agree with you. That's been my experience. You don't think everyone's just scared of each other still? Well, that I, think, that too. I think that's I think that's part of it. I don't know how long this will last, though. Right? To me, it's like a there's a we're in the the window of kindness and uh, amicability and that sort of thing right now. Because if it goes too long and too many of us start losing jobs and all of a sudden we're scrambling to get food, that'll change everything. Obviously, so we're in that kind of spot where there's uncertainty. We're unsettled. We're a little nervous, as you said, Mark. We're staying away from each other, but at the same time. We're, we're being compassionate in a way that's, uh, that's kind of refreshing. Yeah, I think when two people reach for the last roll of toilet paper, that's when, that's when we get back to yes. uh, then we get back to battle mode, but we're not there yet. Did, did you guys talk at all while I was running to get the juice here about uh, about uh, no, we said here CVS? Silent. No, we did not mention uh, We did not talk about your CVS. Part of the show. We just, uh, yeah, we just tore apart your room and your lack of technical expertise. So yeah, you both. said you you went Fair to C- comments both. <laughs> you went to CVS and what happened? Yeah, so uh, of course I'm I'm going to get a prescription filled and um, and there's uh, so while I'm waiting I'm like well let me see if they have any aloe let me see if they have any any rubbing alcohol because one of the things you can find at freep.com is how to make your own hand sanitizer and of course there's n- none of either there. But there's a woman who's wearing a smock and she was hanging out in this aisle for a while and I said excuse me, uh, you know, can you tell me where to get the aloe? And she said, I don't work here. I'm like, well, you, you clearly are working here. I don't know if this is social distancing run amok. And she said, no, I'm, I'm just, I work for Hallmark. I'm loading the greeting card racks. 
And I was just staggered by that. So I posted something on, on, uh, on Twitter that and Facebook, you can find those at, at Elric, E-L-R-I-C-K and at M-L-E-L-R-I-C-K on Facebook where you're watching this broadcast. And I posted, you know, first of all, what dedication? And second of all, what's the point? Uh, I mean, at a time of crisis, I'm really not looking for um, discount cards. I assume most of them are get well soon cards. Yeah, the COVID-19 line is not out yet, yeah. but uh, but I'm sure it's just around a corner. But uh, some people, I think, didn't quite take it the right way. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, it's Twitter, though. That's Twitter for you. I followed the thread, and um, there were plenty of people that were genuinely saying, well, wait a second, I maybe we should be sending cards. Or are you saying, what's the point of kindness or caring or whatever? And, they, and obviously, I, I knew you didn't mean it that way, but I could see how plenty of people that maybe don't know you that well took took it that way. Yeah, I mean, my, my point was, first of all, God bless this woman for coming out and doing a job yeah. that, no offense to her, does not seem essential at this time of great turmoil. But also, hey, Hallmark, lighten up. This is somebody you could probably give a day off. I mean, this it- woman's out there probably at, at minimum wage refilling racks at CVS which of course are places that are more prone to be full of sick people than any place else. And I just thought my hat's off to you, but Hey, Hallmark, you know, kiss my ass. It doesn't seem to be an essential job right now. I would think. No, although one of the, one of the amazing things uh, I think that, that we're, we're finding out and I think it's a really important lesson is how many essential jobs there are that we didn't think were essential. I mean, I can tell you as somebody who used to stock the shelves at our family market where we actually did have Altus, the original Altus, people walk past these folks all the time. And my God, you know, where would we be without them? And and I'm someone who gets really mad at, at friends and family when we're shopping, when they take something off a shelf and then just drop it somewhere else in the store. I've always been like, you know, somebody's got to put that back. Why don't you put that back and save them some trouble? Um, I hope that we're all showing some appreciation and at least uh, treating with utmost courtesy folks who you may have just brushed past in the aisle or occasionally you see these eye-rolling sons of bitches who are just like, you're in my way. I'm trying to get uh, the Perrier pink grapefruit flavor. Could you please move, sir? On the way over here, with here being the studio, um, there were a lot of DTE people still working in this this area, trimming trees to rewire stuff, which they've been doing. This area is notorious for, for bad electricity, which I'm like, wow, that's, you know, yeah, of course that's essential. You just sometimes you don't think about people because they're just part of the, I guess, the environment that you always see. Either that or you feel some low-level um, guilt, maybe. It's the same you walk into a school. If you had kids, you just walk into a school and you, you walk by the custodian. And um, you, you you don't even make eye contact. You just, it, there are lots of jobs out there where you know they're not making a lot of money. You know they're not fun jobs. And on some level, it's not you don't feel directly responsible, but on some level, you know there's a little bit of inequity there, right? And so it's in your heart if you have any empathy at all. And it's hard to deal with that. You you, know, you suppress it. But but I think that's what you're talking about, Mike. Well, I, I think we walk through these stores all the time, and we never pay attention because on some level, it's not comfortable to or they're just always there. You're just used to seeing people, and they just blend into the um, the background, I guess. But do you see them as people? I'm not saying you Me? particularly, Mike. Yeah, because I know people but, that do those jobs. Right, right. But I think to, to Mike's point, this, this is a good time to remember that these are people because it's easy to well, how, to, to how, not think of them that way and just, right? I'll give you the best just example. How walk about, by. How about truck drivers right now? Yeah. I mean, how essential is that to just to get stuff across this country. Absolutely. And you know, yeah. people, people, when they think about truck drivers, they usually are mad because they're in the left hand lane of your, <laughs> wherever you're trying to go. Right. Right. No, for sure. I was thinking about that the other day. Cause I live near a, a freeway and all I hear or all, mostly what I've heard the last few days have been, been trucks, been semis, you, you know, hear the brakes slowing down or so forth because there's a bend in the interstate where I live a little bit. And so they slow down so you can hear those brakes and um, it's it's interesting to to and I was thinking about what you were thinking about, Mark. Just what they do and yep. how this country would shut down if we didn't have have them. 
Yep. Yeah, so let's let's hear it for the Teamsters. Um, so uh, just in thinking about that, you know, as someone who's mopped those floors and who has stocked those shelves uh, going forward, let's let's certainly treat these folks with dignity because I think there's a lot of people who are like, damn, if I was making 10 bucks an hour, I sure as hell wouldn't be here. But I think that not only speaks to how, uh, how out of whack our wage scale is, but it also speaks to some extent to the desperation that a lot of people live in that they're risking their lives to take your money at the checkout counter at a store because while you may be saying to yourself 10 bucks an hour, you know, I'd walk away from a job that only paid me 10 bucks an hour. They're saying this 10 bucks an hour job is the difference between me and, and being on the street and food. Yeah. 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 To add to that point, we all know that people are going to be suffering. There's so unemployment uh, filings are through the roof. So why in the hell can't they pass a bill in Congress, one that should have been passed last Thursday? Are you guys surprised that it has been voted down party lines? I'm surprised it didn't just get rubber stamped like the Persian Gulf War because people are so afraid of being labeled because of what party they're in. But I I have to think that some of what's going on now uh, draws on recent history where they remember the last bailout plan helped all the rich guys. And as soon as they got bailed out, the rich guys started giving themselves bonus and acting like assholes again. And so I like to think that one of the holdups now is people are saying, if we're going to spend even more than we did last time, for the love of God, let's make sure we do it in a way that the people on the lower rungs of the society don't I, get the shaft. I agree with the that. the people on the other t- side get the mines. I agree with that. Uh, However... If you talk to most economists and people that worked back on the 08 bailout and, and, and um, TARP, they would say the two things they did that were a problem was they didn't go big enough right away. They were too timid. Right. And secondly, they spent- And that too was the Republicans m- then. And they, yes. And they spent too much time nitpicking who's going to get what at what level instead of just flooding people and businesses in the market with credit and liquidity. Yeah, there and, and it actually hasn't been too bad if you think about it. It started last week. The House did their thing. And while they were putting it together, they were kind of actually working with Mnuchin and folks in the White House, right? Because Trump and Pelosi couldn't work together. But but at least Trump's people and Pelosi were working together. And they got that done fairly quickly. And the Senate hasn't taken too long. I know it got voted down yesterday, but that was largely because of the $500 billion fund that uh, the White House wants to just be able to indiscriminately, well, not indiscriminately, but just pass out as they want. Fine. Uh, without oversight, right? Well, yesterday when Trump was asked about it, he said, I'm the oversight. And Democrats are arguing this is just going to be a slush fund going into a campaign. And but Can we deal know, with that with down no the oversight. road? Well, one thing that I think is, is really important, I have to give the president a lot of credit for this if they follow through on it, is that he said he didn't want any of this money used for stock buybacks, which I think is absolutely Mm-hmm. Absolutely critical. And I was very glad to see him speak to how his uh, his tax cut for businesses, he was disappointed that businesses really funnel a lot of that money back into themselves. <laughs> and I, I thought that was Except, uh, something we could have heard from him a couple of years ago, but I was really glad to hear it now. That's what um, most people predicted, by the way, that it would go back to stock buybacks, the majority of that money. So I well, don't know why. People knew, that. people knew that. Yeah. I mean, can they, we be- yeah. They they should have they should have put a they should have put a they should have put a break on that then. But at any rate, let's not make the same mistake twice. But uh, but I do think any industry or any business that gets government aid has either got to guarantee to repay it or give us stock so that we can have a stake in that company and we can sell it at some future point so that the American people are made whole again on that. Because I don't like this idea of just giving away money, particularly to businesses that were not being prudent. Now, nobody could predict this, but you do have to have some reserves. And those who have just been taking money in and pushing it back out, you know, I think uh, th- there's a great, great parable about the grasshoppers and the ants. And the grasshopper just played and sang and danced and fiddled all damn year round while the ants were storing away things for the winter. And when it got cold out, that grasshopper was freezing its ass off and he wasn't laughing at the ants anymore. And he was about to die when the ants dragged him underground and warmed him up. And then he played some fiddle music for them and they shared their crumbs and all that other stuff. Now, in reality, the ants would have dragged him underground and eaten him because ants eat just about anything. But I I, I think this country needs to be a a country of ants. We've got enough grasshoppers. Yeah. I don't know. We need grasshoppers. I like that one. Okay. (laughs) 
We need grasshoppers too, Mark. You lost me at fiddle. Look how we've been surviving the last week with grasshoppers on TV, on Netflix. I mean, right? That's what we need. (laughs) We got to tell stories. We can't just burn fire. We got to tell stories, man. By the way, is anybody else bothered that every every how to get through the this period says um, um, here's things to watch. Where's where's here's things to read. What about books? Have we forgotten about that? Nobody wants to read. Everyone wants to watch stuff. You know that. So hey, you know what? I, look, I'm with you on the books, but th- there's a reason when the depression hit, right? That Hollywood pumped out romantic comedies and comedies, and mm-hmm. people want to escape. And you can escape into books for sure, but with books, you I guess you could get on to um, you know an electronic book. Plus, who do, who, who owns that, books? But, you can't go to the library and get a new book. I mean, or a bookstore. Although you could order online, maybe I guess. Yeah, you'll get it in well, two a months. Of, a lot of people have these, have these free libraries out there, and the good thing about Ugh, a book touching that. is you don't have to pay for it, and the power's not going to go bad. So you're not you're not imposing on the grid. Um, so let's let's support folks, uh, and let's support the people who are supporting us, and that is our new sponsor. Very pleased to have Lindsay Broadwell on board the Soul of Detroit. So when it's time to move into a new house, whether you're buying or selling or doing both, because usually you got to sell one before you buy one, you need to contact the agent that we recommend here at Soul of Detroit, and that's Lindsay Broadwell. Your home is one of your most valuable investments, and that's why I recommend Lindsay Broadwell. Lindsay started her career with our friends at Hall Financial, and now she's an expert in real estate, understanding all facets of the business. When it's time to, time to move, Lindsay will make sure you get the most out of your house and that everything goes smoothly. She can also find you a new home that will fit all your wildest dreams, just like Pedro says. <laughs> buyers, sellers, even first-time buyers, make sure you contact Lindsay at broadwellhomes.com, licensed realtor at Remax Nexus. That's broadwellhomes.com or call 248-767-7767. And if you forget that, just pound sevens and sixes on your phone. <laughs> Lindsay will answer unless she's doing a closing or a listing because she's pretty busy. I'll vouch for her. I know her. She's a very, very fine woman. There's a testimonial from our own Mark Fellhauer. Yes. If self-quarantining and social distancing have made it all too clear to you all that your house is just too damn small, Lindsay will help you right size and make a move that will save you money and maybe even your sanity. That's broadwellhomes.com. 248-767-7767. Be sure to tell her that ML sent you. And if you're buying a home, well, my goodness, you need to finance that sucker, right? Wow, what a segue. Oh, this, you know, we're, we started rough, but we are humming. We are just humming. Uh, our friends at Hall Financial have a couple questions for our listeners and our viewers here on Facebook Live. Are you paying more than 4% on your mortgage? Do you you have lingering high interest rate credit card debt? And right now, believe me, you want to get rid of that debt. You may or may not know that right now rates are within fractions of a percentage point of their lows of the past decade. A smart idea would be to call the company with over 1,000 five-star reviews, including my own, that has recently been averaging 10 days from start to finish on listeners that have applied for a refinance of their mortgage. And that is Hall Financial. It's a simple process, and it's no secret saving money is smart. You can get started by calling 248-308-5000 or going to davidhallmortgage.com. If you want to check in to see if something makes sense for you, go to davidhallmortgage.com to get started or call my man Dan Morrison at 248-308-5000. And make sure to tell them that ML Soul of Detroit sent you, equal housing lender NMLS, 146-7435. And speaking of real estate, I have to give you a little update on our uh, on our rental property in East Lansing. You know, we've been really worried that if if school closes down and kids don't go back yeah. to school, where's the rent come from? Where's the mortgage payments come from? Well, we just rented that little upstairs apartment in uh, the one house. And I'm very happy to say that because we had been troubled when we were checking the backgrounds of some of the other prospective tenants. We found a lot of problems, but one of the things, <laughs> one of the things that um, that really, really eliminates people, and I think we've been telling people this for a long time, and they should know. But what you put on social media can take you out of the picture. So here's oh man, I can only imagine, especially at that age too, uh, college students. 
but some of these are adults because we were renting it at a time when most people had the housing for the semester. So, uh, so, so my wife, Teresa Baldus, recently named Michigan Journalist of the Year, by yes. the way. She Congratulations. had an yeah, outstanding, yay, ex- outstanding nomination letter that I think made the difference. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's always about that. Uh, of course, I so she holds also, it. She holds I also it. nominated myself, and it didn't make the difference. So maybe she, maybe she didn't have something to do with it. And and runner up by a hair was Phoebe Wall Howard of uh, the Detroit Free Press, also an excellent journalist. So congratulations to Phoebe. Um, but uh, but Teresa was backgrounding some of these people, and here's here's some <laughs> of the people we were ready to rent to until we saw their Facebook posting. One guy writes, "A bitch just tried to do me like Penelope Cruz did Johnny Depp." He got a brick in the trunk. What? I ain't a killer, but don't push me. Psych, I'm retarded, bitch. Okay, great. So, out. Um, Man, did you, have, did you have a lot of people to choose from, though? Yes, we do, because okay. we're, we're actually, this is a very reasonable re- monthly rental rate, and it's a really cool spot. Who else did you find? What else? Uh, here's another one. Um, I hate Lansing weed men. They need cars because my <laughs> dumbass ain't got one. So they should have been sold enough weed to buy a car. So when you can't buy a car, we're thinking maybe the rent is not going to come through either. Um, here's another one. How you say someone's song, buddy, but you know the hook, get your fat ass on, go eat a dick up. Uh, another, you think I give a fuck what people say? I'm forever young dog and the only person going judge me is God. So I appreciate that they appeal to a higher power. But as a landlord, I'm not sure if I want to call them and say, hey, the neighbors downstairs think your music is a little loud. And the response I get is, get your fat ass on, go eat a dick up. <laughs> Great guy. Another guy took himself out of the running. I spend $100 on some weed, but soon my phone bill due. I'm like, yeah, that's too much. Really? So not, not paying the phone bill, it probably not special. paying the rent. What a nightmare trying to... Uh pare that down oh and then there was uh there was another one um i'll just say uh, hopefully i can show you this um this is all facebook or twitter or instagram well we're checking facebook here's here's one of the profile things from somebody love me some five finger death punch what's wrong with that that's a good band i think this is a self-portrait i just don't want to be shot in the (laughs) face by a devil with uh two six shooters if i come to say uh, it looks like your security deposit isn't going to cover the damage to the unit. Sean, so, I'm uh, surprised, Sean, how judgmental he is about these people. He's not let people, uh, he doesn't want people to express themselves. You're right. Uh, it's, it's interesting. You're trying to silence people. Yeah, how about if, if your fat asses go on, eat a dick up? <laughs> are, you, are you good with it now? Uh, I don't know. Maybe that's See how that's cultural, used in context? It's very hurtful. Maybe it's a cultural analogy. Maybe they eat dick where he's from. I don't know. <laughs> It's very hurtful. Maybe it's and I a am woman. touching my face, which you're not supposed to do, but I'm going to wash my hands. So. <laughs> um, I, I just want to say one other thing before we before we move on. Uh, we have a lot nice. of friends who own bars and restaurants, and some of them have put up uh, pages for you to donate to support their staff. Um, please, if you can spare some money, do that because these folks are really in limbo and. Uh, uh, my daughter's work at the Traffic Jam in Snug, which is in Midtown Detroit, which is just a great place. Unlike some restaurants, they made sure that they paid all of their employees their really? last check, which oh, is huge. is uh, is really big. And I would like to say that that's just what you should do, and that's what's expected. But I think there are a lot of people who've been left in limbo. So let's let's support the people who have supported us, in addition to recognizing the people who. Uh, who really truly epitomized the dignity of work. Um, and I also want to say a few words for one of our, our sponsors um, who is uh, going through some business changes. That's Zot Ford. Yeah. They've shut down the showroom because they're not selling cars. Um, they, uh, they would actually probably do better if they just shut down the whole dealership, but they're not. They still have the service center open. And their first message to you is, Stay safe, stay in your homes, only do what you need to do. Do not expose yourself or your family or your friends to, uh, to danger. Take care of yourself first. Um, and I think that's a really righteous message because you staying home does not help them move sheet metal. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but if you need 
any services on your vehicle. The parts and service department is open because they've been deemed essential businesses by the CDC. And as you, so it's nice that somebody listens to the CDC, uh, political commentary side. Um, so um, they're taking every precaution to keep their team and, and their customers safe by cleaning and disaffecting not only their business, but each and every vehicle they work on. So they will continue to pick up and deliver vehicles that need service for those people that prefer not to leave their homes, but need vehicle maintenance done. So please reach out to Anthony Ketchum or Steve Gabara with any automotive needs you may have. I know they will do all they can to help our listeners out. These are challenging times by working together and looking out for each other. We will come out of this sooner rather than later and stronger than where we started. So that's Zot Ford. I do you mind uh, taking your foot off the squeaky toy? Yeah, who Sorry, is that? That's, that's you? That's Toby. Oh, um, hold Toby Warren. up. Let's let the people see Toby. He's known little baby shithead, my da my daughter's puppy. This is, yeah, I'm, I'm, unlike a lot of people in Detroit, I'm not raising my grandchildren. I'm raising my daughter's puppies. So it's kind of the same thing. Well, pick them it's up. Like, it's Everybody. nice being home. I'm with uh, our two cats, uh, Jack, who we all love, and then the hated piss cat, who's really annoying. So I'm actually hoarding kitty litter because when things go south, they go south fast and the cat's pissing all over. And then we have the two dogs who bark all the time, but now they're kind of mellow. He's, he's wandered away. So I'm afraid I can't, I can't grab him at present. Mm. He's a little squirrely, mm. but uh, I'm thinking if, if you have a business that's out there uh, and you want to sponsor the show, we sure would love to hear from you. But if you have a business that's out there that you think is particularly worthy, we are donating some spots to people just to try and get the good word out there and to try and support the people who are trying to keep this community, this community, and this economy going. So send us an email at mlsolvedetroit at gmail.com. Let us know what you're doing, what word you'd like us to share, and we'll try and get some of those on the air for future shows because uh, we feel it's our part to support this economy. Damn dog. Despite the many, many challenges we face, which which reminds me, Kaju Cafe is closed for now, but I did have... I did have one more limerick I had to share for, oh, great. for, for the cadju. So uh, let me see if I, if I can find it. Oh, this is, this is a disaster. By the way, uh, uh, nice, nice wasting a mask on your head today. I've been using this. This oh, is, okay. and as you can see, uh, ML solve Detroit stickers, which are available at drew and <laughs> can be repurposed to help you personalize your face masks <laughs> besides providing an extra layer of protection between perspiration and, and respiration they can make sure that when you grab a face mask it's yours so by the way if you are using a face mask good idea to put your name on it because you don't oh, want to yeah. grab typhoid mary's face mask and instead of saving your life bring it to a premature end so uh in tribute to john and the good people at the Kaju cafe all are welcome at the Kaju cafe makes no difference white or black straight or gay but when john blows his horn a new baby is born and John swears it's not his. No effing way. <laughs> well done. Well done. I won't change my mind on anything, regardless of the facts that are set out before me. I'm dug in, and I'll never change. So we're getting some mixed messages out of Washington. Um, the CDC says this. The White House says that. Sometimes they come together. Other times, we're just kind of left to pick for ourselves. One of the most important things that everybody seems to agree is that as unpleasant as it may be to be essentially a prisoner in your own home until further notice, if we all did this, we would cut down the spread of the coronavirus tremendously. In fact, I've seen some estimates that say if we all just kind of bunkered down in two weeks, we'd have this thing behind us. That feels a little optimistic to me, but I think the important point is the less people you interact with, the less likely you are to spread it or to become infected. Now, that has had some devastating impacts on our economy, obviously, but just the other day, the president was saying this country was not built to be shut down, and there have been some suggestions that we should perhaps reduce our social distancing and get a little closer because it's better for commerce. <sighs> is this a uh, soliloquy or is this a debate? This is a big. This is a big windup to Sean Windsor because you're about to take over, Big Punisher. No, I'm not. I just wanted to point out that a couple hours ago, 
President Trump tweeted out a couple hours ago, our people want to return to work. They will practice social distancing and all else, and seniors will be watched over protectively and lovingly. We can do the two things together. The cure cannot be worse by far than the problem. Congress must act now. We will come back strong. So he started suggesting this yesterday, and then, you know, the, the machine out there behind him started suggesting that last night in the late night shows, and you can hear it again this morning. So it's coming. And I wonder if this is going to lead us to right back to the division we had a week ago, right? I mean, now that we're not all on the same page, or at least starting to hint that we're not on the same page, I'm curious what y'all think. Well, there is uh, a there is, is that a, a soliloquy. No, oh, there's Toby. I just saw him. That was a question. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, clearly, states clearly and the federal you're not short of breath, so you don't have it. <laughs> the federal no. government and the states are not on the same page. It's interesting to hear a lot of uh, Cuomo today. Granholm yesterday kind of ragging the federal government, which at this point, I don't know why, why weren't more people prepared? My, my disagreement is there's a lot of hysteria over what Trump said. I really think, and you know, I don't like him, but I really think it was his way of projecting some kind of hope in his own Trumpian way that, look, this isn't going to go on forever. We are going to get people back to work one way or another. Really, I, I mean, maybe so. The, the the skeptic in me thinks that he's had to close six of his seven top-earning clubs, hotels, resorts, as the Washington Post reported this morning. Yep. And um, I would bet that's part of it, too. Because in one club in particular that, it, you know, makes $75 million a year. Is that Corona Largo? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know if that was on the list. Maybe it was. But, but you know, look, if you give him the benefit of the doubt, yes. He could also be saying this because he wants to boost the stock market. Yep, I think that's a lot of it. All right, which would which would make some sense. And people are getting stir crazy. And you know, look, even the scientists will tell you that they they understand we can't keep this thing shut down for eighteen months or however long it takes to, to create a vaccine. We have to open it back up. The spikes shut it back down. I mean, this is going to be a roller coaster for a while, right? So, uh, you know, we can all agree on that. We we can't shut it down for the next three four months. Because then we get into the issue of how how we can eat and food and shelter, basically, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, my my concern with anything the president says, and I don't think we should be thinking about uh, things in political terms right now. Um, but but it's already happening. That's what is no, it, it is. Off. But but my concern about the, what the president says is I'm never I'm never quite clear who his constituency is. Is it the American people or is it the stock market? Because he has put so much weight on the Dow and on, on trying to sustain these amazing uh, uh, stock prices that I, I, I'm concerned that it, it clouds his judgment. And, and that's one reason why, other than the fact that people are starting are going to start soon to miss paychecks, that I'm not as concerned about getting that, that economic stimulus package through Congress in a, in a, in a blink of an eye is because I think, it's better to have good legislation than hasty legislation. I, I, and I think, I dis I think I the, disagree the speed with, you. I disagree with which with this you. is being paced, is pushed is really just to sustain the stock market, which to me is. But that's I, not, no, ML, that's not how it works right now. That's This is so bad. This was so quick of a drop. We just need, we need equity. We need uh, liquidity coming back in. We need to get stuff moving again. I don't care if it's spent in the wrong place. It just needs to be spent. Yeah, but it, it leads to much bigger issues down the road. There's, down I mean, the road. Right? That's fine. I'm talking about right now, though. you got to get money into those people's hands that are unemployed right now. There's 1099 people that can't get unemployment that are going to be out of a job. I mean, this is this is really bad. Now is not the time for bickering. Just oh, I completely disagree, Mark. You can take a couple of days and get this right. I'm with Mike on that, right? I mean, we're not talking about a month. We're talking about another day or two. It looks like they might even do it today. It, well, they probably will pass it today, but they've wasted five days. They really have wasted five days. Does it help the market? Sure. But you know what? It, they got to get that stability back into lending to small businesses and, frankly, getting money into you know that $1,000, getting it into those people's hands so they start spending it. I mean, that, well, the, here's, the, here's the where engine the needs to start moving again wherever it moves. It just needs to get moving again. This is where the politics of this really pisses me off. Mnuchin went to the Senate Republicans first because the Senate Republicans were pissed off that the last time they did something, he went to the House first. And, and spending bills have to start in the House. 
why not go to the House, which is democratically controlled, get something through the House that all the Democrats are going to agree with, then you bring it to the Senate, where the Senate Democrats aren't going to be able to disagree with it, and you hammer it through. Instead, they're trying to solve this as a political problem as opposed to expediency. And, and I agree we need to get this money out here as soon as possible, but I've also seen fires where they take hoses that don't work and they pump all the water through there. And by the time you get to the spigot or to the nozzle, there's nothing being sprayed out of the house. So if you want to put out a fire, you got to get a good hose. And I'm not I sure maybe, I mean, next week we're going to have a debate on your metaphors. But, <laughs> but, what, what's the debate? They're outstanding. Yeah, okay. Whatever you say, grasshopper. I just, <laughs> I, I am Irish. What the hell did you expect? Mostly Irish and some Hungarian, if it suits me. No, I understand. I understand what you're saying, Mark. It, and, and we, that money does need to get to those people. The issue and is fast. Is the bill going to get it to the people? I mean, that's what that's what's the holdup right now, right? Exactly. Where's, where's it, and that and that's what matters. And who are the people? Do they all have Ex corner offices or they exactly all mops? Well, exactly, they're all, they're all people. I mean, yeah, if everybody gets the money equally, I just I don't want to know that I don't want the recovery to take way longer like it did last time. And we're on some pretty solid footing. You know, this is a recession for the whole world, not just our country right now and when we open back up for business i think i think we're gonna you know we won't be back to the heights we were but i think it'll recover will be pretty quick if they get up everything moving right now as best as they can there's just too well, much I, there's I too agree. much unknown and the more unknown the more the market freaks out the more individuals freak out the more small businesses freak out well mayor duggan said something yesterday at his news conference that i thought was particularly telling and kind of strikes at this he says if we can't get people out of their houses before too long, a $10 trillion, he said $10 billion, but I think he meant $10 trillion, a $10 trillion bailout isn't going to be enough. So there really is something to we can't, you know, just keep pumping money out there. But if we come out too soon, it's sort of like why well, I was sick for a while because I took some antibiotics and then I drank some beers and I played hockey outdoors. Yeah, we and all I know. And some more antibiotics and, you know. So to me, until we know exactly what we're dealing with and until we know the best course of action, stay at home. Mr. President, good luck with getting the country in the right direction. We all wish you well, no matter what our political stripe is or if you're like me, you're independent because you know both parties are full of shit. But let's not rush out there just to try and push the stock market up. We've got to kill this thing. And if we don't kill it, it's only going to get stronger. Oh man, the geeks have inherited the earth. Did I do that? What a dork. Does him wanting to play with us again mean that he's turning into a geek? Or we're turning into cool guys? We got some good news on Tucker Carlson tonight, the other night, believe it or not. A gentleman from Texas says he's willing to die and thinks all other grandparents should put their lives on the line to jumpstart the economy. Tucker, no one reached out to me and said, uh, as a senior citizen, uh, are you willing to take a chance on your survival in exchange for keeping the America that all America loves for your children and grandchildren? And if that's the exchange, I'm all in. Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, uh, the, the essence is that uh, senior citizens would die uh, so their grandkids have a better economy, which seems absolutely asinine in my mind. So it's okay to call seniors if the money is about um, expanding Medicare, right? When it would, or Medicare for all or whatever, healthcare. Remember the death panels? Yes. Remember how the right didn't like that? Yeah. Oh, what are we going to do? So it's, but it's okay to do that if we want to make sure we can keep 20, 20 brands of cereal on the shelf. Well, this also overlooks the science, which now we're finding out young people Absolutely. are being just as sick as old people. So even if we killed all the old, turned them all into soil and green, we still are going to get sick with this thing. So there's an old saying in Texas, all hat, no cattle. In this case, I'd say, <laughs> Lieutenant Dan Patrick, you're all mouth, no brains. And what you said, yes, it doesn't make you noble or brave. In fact, it makes you our Geek of the Week. Together on 
In the New Wave Testament, split ends begat Crowded House. And be Crowded House begat a great tune that I hope is not a little tale that we're going to be telling after we get through this crisis. It's a little ditty called Never Be the Same. So if you were early on MTV, you probably remember Split Ends, great band out of New Zealand and Australia. They had some, some, some decent hits. I Got You, History Never Repeats, One Step Ahead. Well, that band was founded by Tim Finn. His brother, Neil Finn, joined in 
And then they split up and Neil kind of took over split ends. And then Neil started Crowded House, which Tim later joined. So it is very Old Testament with the these interminglings and all these this and that and the other thing. But but one of the things that I, I really love about this song is first of all, it starts out with a great bass line, which you gotta have. And those just amazing lyrics. Don't stand around like friends at a funeral, eyes to the ground, it could have been you. I mean, I think when we're thinking about people sick and and what we're going through, it's sort of a uh yeah, what's uh you know, we're afraid to interact with people and oh my goodness, is you know, what's going to happen? So it, it starts out on, on what could be interpreted as a little bit of a, a bleak note, but really this is a song about interacting with people. This is a song about getting over our grievances. And it ends, I like to think, on an upbeat note because we might still survive and rise up through the maze if you could change your life and never be the same. And maybe the message here, although this was written so long ago, they had no idea this was happening because a month <laughs> ago we had no idea this was happening is that we're going to get through this and maybe when we get through on the other end, uh, we could change our lives and never be the same. Maybe the option we pick is to be better. Well, that's deep. That's very deep. That's what happens when you're locked in a house. <laughs> I always like Crowded House, which you nice. could have you could have played off the name of the band too, which kind of fits now too with social distancing and being locked yeah. down. So what do you think, boys? I, I mean, you may be familiar like with it. Crowded House yeah. from some of their really super super huge hits no i i always like them they're a solid band so well done you got me on board yeah. with uh, room seven and nice and nice little uh explainer afterwards i was proud of you no grasshoppers <laughs> no ants you know i was proud of you that was nice well, i got a million of them but we're running kind of long so i should probably keep them short so that's room 7609 where great new wave bands that never got their due or bands that had lots of great hits but had something that just didn't quite get its due we put them center stage. So that's room 7609. We always appreciate your suggestions for our great debate, for our Geek of the Week, and room 7609 guests at mlsoulofdetroit at gmail.com. You can call us at 313-288-9070 and leave us a message. That's Butterfield 89070. Of course, you know, we are looking for sponsors. You could be our sponsor. You can donate. Mark, how do they give us their money? MLSolaDetroit.com, little button right on the top that says donate, takes you right to PayPal. Um, and yeah, we'd, we'd appreciate any cent. Yeah, we, we got a nice little ching from Frank the other day. By the way, I should mention you, when we had uh, when we had Pseudo Echo on, uh, uh, I think it was Rena who suggested them. But before Rena suggested them, Frank suggested them. Oh, he uh, wants credit? <laughs> I, well, I, I sent Rena a message, and I haven't heard back from her. I'm thinking this might be a chance to get these two great kids together. Oh, well, you're, now, a, ma you're a matchmaker I'm, now, huh? Yeah, I'm not sure how well a relationship goes when it's based on mutual admiration for a song that played during a Jason movie. But uh, stranger things have happened, and these are indeed strange times. So if you, uh, how do I put this? If you don't want to donate, I can't blame you. There's a lot of better causes out there than us. But if you'd like a little something for your money, you can purchase some of our great swag. These uh, COVID-19 not approved for any reason whatsoever <laughs> stickers. You can get an autographed copy of the Kwame Sutra if you do want to do a little reading while oh, you're home. Oh, that's why, you Sean, can... that's why he wants people to read. He's got a book. I forgot. Oh, yes, and it's signed, too. And we also have great hockey jerseys and T-shirts available. Mark, where do people get these fine products at very reasonable prices? DrewandMikeStore.com. And we will ship those out to you immediately, expeditiously. Mm -hmm. Faster than you can get them on Amazon, I bet. Probably, probably. Right now, yeah. Uh, None of these will save your life, but they will make your life exponentially better. So give us a shot with the swag. Um, of course, we appreciate when you rate the show, unless you're Gordo. Very, <laughs> Poor very, Gordo, yeah. Very mean Gordo. Yeah. Very, Sean still is Gordo. Is, is Gordo being mean again? <laughs> no, no, no. I, he it just uh, he just uh, he's, we love. That's him. okay. 
We love yeah, you. We're, yeah, we're, we're all we're the gonna, same, Gordo. We're all the same, Gordo. It's okay. We're going to wrap our arms around you in a very socially distancing way, Sean. I'm uh, going to send Gordo a Hallmark card. Oh, I know where you can get one. Holy sh- a, a wide variety, too, because those shocks are laden yeah. with good, good tidings. Yeah. Um, also, please subscribe to the podcast. That way, when a new episode's available, it'll pop right up in your feed. We appreciate it if you rate it. We certainly love it when you share it. With your friends, let's 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 spread the Tao of ML, the uh, the gospel of the soul of Detroit, if you will. And please listen to the other Red Shovel networks. It's it's a great way to get through some difficult times. There's the Drew and Mike show. There is also uh, No Filter Sports, and of course the No BS News Hour with Charlie Laduff. You've been listening to ML Soul of Detroit on the Red Shovel Network. Be well. Be safe, stay indoors, buy Altus, because you got to do something while you're in there. Buy a house with Lindsay, mortgage it with Hall Financial. And Cyrus, take us out. Can you dig that? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? You're supposed to be dead. Your whole crew is destroyed. The investigative reporter behind today's podcast is making his last stand. My name is M.L. Elric, and today's the day.